A reading from John 12, 30-36. Jesus said, This voice was for your benefit, not mine. Now is the time for judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show the kind of death he was going to die. The crowd spoke up, We have heard from the law that the Messiah will remain forever. So how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Then Jesus told them, You are going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light, before darkness overtakes you. Whoever walks in the dark does not know where they are going. Believe in the light while you have the light, so that you may become children of light. When he had finished speaking, Jesus left and hid himself from them. When I, I talk about the language of God, uh, I sometimes uh, get messed up a little bit because I don't explain exactly how it works. And that's probably because I don't, don't fully understand how it works. But here uh, in this passage in John uh, 12, uh, we get a sense of how it's working. Uh, Jesus starts out by saying, now my soul is troubled and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. Now that's the world speaking. That's not Jesus speaking. Because, I mean, part of him would love to be saved from this hour, but that's not why he's here. No, it was for this very reason I came for this hour, glorify your name. And then a voice comes from heaven. And then it says, the crowd that was there and heard it said it was, th it thundered. <laughs> now that's naturalistic. So you're getting two things in, in conflict with one another. This supernatural, which comes from God, and, and uh, we, we know it in terms of the Holy Spirit. But the language of God also reflects that. But it's, it's the man, I mean, it's the person, Jesus Christ, who says, uh, who, who's my soul is troubled. He's divided. Part of him says, no, I don't want to have this go forward. And the other part of him, which is even stronger, says, this is your mission and you must complete it. And the word comes down from heaven to give him solace. It, is, it, it strengthens him. But the people hear it as thunder because mm -hmm. their ears are not attuned to the language of God. Hmm. But Jesus is perfectly attuned to it. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way that, you know, it was the same sound, but their ears weren't attuned to it. So they just thought it was thunder. It makes me wonder, um, you know, when God provides miracles or speaks today, you know, how many people just think it was something natural that happened? Um, I, I have a story I'm reminded of when I hear this. It's, it's, uh, you know, Gina, a dear Gina Choi, Gina Hans, one of our ministers mm -hmm. here. It right. was her wedding day. And it was one of those weddings, as you might imagine, you've heard her preach, you know, the Holy Spirit is on her life in a really strong way. But at their wedding, Gina and Graham's wedding, she had asked me at a certain point in the wedding to lead a, a, a group prayer where the bride and groom actually came into the center aisle and um, the whole congregation surrounded them laid hands on them and just prayed spontaneously. Um, it was really cool. But there was a moment in that prayer where uh, there was nobody praying. There was like a pause, there was like a silent pause. 
And all of a sudden, boom, there was this thunderclap. It was the <laughs> coolest thing. And of course, I had the microphone leading part of it. And I was like, Lord, I believe you just spoke here. <laughs> Are you blessing this? <laughs> That's so great. Um, you couldn't have made it up. And it was like classic Gina because, as I said, you know, the Holy Spirit is on her life so, you know, richly. But I always think of that moment when I hear this story of um, God the Father speaking from heaven and people hearing thunder. I think uh, you ought to go back to Gina and um, talk about this little recording because when you say thundered and went, you know, it was a thunderclap. But it was also reflected right now here in the 12th chapter of John. Mm Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, all of those component parts are there. Uh, yeah. But I, the only thing I like to actually reflect on a little bit is is the very nature of language. Uh, the language can be very much at street level. But language, particularly poetic language, uh, it, 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 in, it, in, it infused within it as part of the DNA of the language is these two components, beauty and truth. And within those components, it opens up your own heart to creation, to the presence of God, to the reality of Jesus Christ, and to the reality that actually your life, you're not walking in the dark. You're you're walking a path that God intended for you before you were even born. And I'm just quoting from scripture right now. So uh, I, I become over the, the course of these podcasts and, and, and all the other things I've been doing for the last 30 years, I've come to realize that my life is not just a series of events that ends in death. My life is a series of, in, uh, a, is a series of events that leads to mission. And then death becomes actually not a relevant topic. Hmm. What becomes relevant is working with them in the framework of mission, believing you've been called to this, you to the pulpit, me to the pews, and that working within the context of that mission actually changes the whole makeup of who you are and what your life is about. 